Welcome back to the Basin Boys Podcast and this week's free episode. If you want bonus episodes every week, check out patreon.com slash basementboyspodcast, where we upload an additional weekly episode for $2 a month. You can also get access to bonus footage and behind the scenes. Regardless, we appreciate all your support, and we hope you enjoy this episode. I've been watching the podcast. Yes. And I, you know, realized that the intro already is welcome back to the basement boys podcast and i talked about the patreon for a little bit yeah and then it cuts to the actual podcast and we always say welcome back which is just redundant welcome back today's episode is a little bit late though realistically it isn't because for the last two weeks the podcast has been going up on fridays but for like the first you know seven of eight weeks they went up on thursdays and they're supposed to go up on thursdays even though we've never said anything about that and thank god we haven't set like an official date for it and I don't think we ever will. I, I think the unofficial plan for the podcast is Thursdays with fi- Fridays as like a fallback. Fridays as an alternate, if you will. Yeah. Uh, as a secondary upload date. But the last three weeks... Primarily have, Fridays, but if, we, if we're if we really on the ball, we'll get here on Thursday. Well, most of them have gone up on Thursday. It's just the last three weeks have gone up on Friday because of bad timing, bad organization, and laziness on our parts. Yeah. But... This week is mostly my fault, which is rare. Rare that I'm the one screwing things up. I'm usually, like like I said, the I'm usually the motherly kind of strict figure for the podcast. Trying to be super organized and almost too much so where it's obnoxious. And if we're not organized, he beats me with a ruler. Why is our dog whining? He has other roommates he could go play with right now. To touch on the ruler point, you're into that, so well, don't I even mean... don't even try to start like that's a negative thing. But no, this week is my fault. It's my fault that uh, the podcast is a day late because we were supposed to record this Wednesday night, and then I would have it edited Wednesday night and then uploaded Thursday. I took a nap that was supposed to be in between a half hour and an hour long. Fell asleep, middle of the day, wanted to take a half hour nap, slept through all of my alarms... And instead napped for five, six hours. And by the time I woke up, it was too late to record the podcast because you were busy. Yep. Rightfully so. Trying to sleep. Trying to sleep. You were busy trying to sleep. And now we're here a day late. To be fair, I did hear your alarm going off. And I was like, I could go wake him up. Nah, he'll probably slap the shit out of me. I wouldn't be upset. I would be honestly thankful because then I wouldn't have the guilt of wasting your time <laughs> on my conscience. Well, next time we'll we'll do that. We'll wait. I'll wake you up. <sighs> Honestly, you should just start texting me when you take a nap versus when you're actually trying to go to bed. The problem because is because I don't know the difference. Similarly to when I take a nap and when I go to bed, it's unpredictable. Yeah. And unknown when I'm going to fall asleep. Like I will lay down, watch an episode of Hell's Kitchen. And fall asleep halfway through. And that wasn't yeah. my intention. My intention was to finish that episode. But I did not. And I'll just go to bed in the middle of the episode. Um, and that's what happened with that nap. And that's why an idiot sandwich. I'm not an idiot sandwich. All right. You could be an idiot sandwich if you really put your heart to it. I feel like I, in my heart of hearts, deep down inside, my deep dark secret is I'm actually quite an intelligent person. I just don't apply myself. Like high school, I, I actually... I was home recently, and my mom found 
only my 10th grade report card. Yeah. None of my other high school report cards. But she found my 10th grade report card and handed it to me. And I had A's in everything, dog. Yeah. I was like, oh my... I was... Part of me was... You know, feeling that kind of happy nostalgia. Yeah. Where it's like, oh wow, this is crazy to see. Like, I've... 10th grade was so long ago and I was such a good student. And part of me was sad because now... I don't get A's ever in college because I'm way too lazy and I, I know that like a B will pass, a C will pass. I don't need to do anything better. I don't to, need to, I don't need to go above and beyond, which be is fair. the worst attitude to develop where like I'll have really good grades. It, it's either one or two things. I either have a B or a C grade throughout the entire college semester throughout my entire college class, and I just keep it at that level. I do enough work to keep it at that level. Or there are some classes in my college career and some classes I've taken where I'll have an A throughout most of the semester, and then I'll see that I have an A and not really study for the final because I know I can get a bad grade, and I yeah. will get a bad grade, and then my grade will drop to a B or C. And it's the worst attitude to have, but it just... It, I don't know. It's just deep-rooted in me now. Like, that is... yeah. My mindset. I don't know, but looking at that tenth grade report card was was definitely an odd feeling. Because, like I said, part of me was was happy to see it. It was nice nostalgia, and I was proud of high school Caleb for having all A's. But another part of me was sad how far I've fallen from grace. Anyways, to get back to the original topic, I I ranted in episode one, two, three, an early episode. I went on a long rant. And it took up a yeah. honestly too large of a portion of the podcast. But it took up a large portion of the podcast, just a rant devoted to how poor my sleep schedule is and how bad I am at waking up to alarms. And I think that's just exponentially gotten worse since the start of the podcast. So it's been an exponential process for like the last three years. Yeah. Where in high school, I wake up to alarms easy. I come to college. And it starts to get a little worse. We're like freshman year of college. I would wake up to alarms most of the time. No no real worry about it. Sophomore year of college, I would start sleeping through like 10% of my alarms, which was concerning because, you know, you, you miss class. So I had to like really have a good sleep schedule to not miss class. I would go to bed early so I didn't miss class. Then we come to junior year of college, I'm sleeping through like 25% of my alarms, a little bit more. And again, had to set a really, really good sleep schedule. To make sure that I woke up in time because my alarms weren't going to do it. Like, go to bed early, wake up early, get to class on time. Because I was sleeping through alarms 25% of the time. It's enough to ruin my grade. Yeah. Given how most professors are very strict about attendance at my college. I'm now, two years later, to the point where I sleep through 90% of my alarms. And that's kind of the, the exponential nature of it. Yeah. Where it was a slow burn where I was sleeping through like 10% of them. And then a year later, like 20% of them. And at like the start of this podcast, like 50% of them. And now a couple months later, I'm sleeping through 90% of my alarms. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where if I sleep through my alarm too long, my body thinks that I'm going to get shocked because of that like uh, shock bracelet alarm clock mm -hmm. that I had. So I don't really use that anymore. Would you like to try it? I might try your shock bracelet alarm clock. And that's actually kind of interesting that you wore the shock bracelet 
for so long that you got used to it shocking you. So now that you don't use it, you still wake up because you're scared you're going to get shocked. So I've had a great week. Oh, lovely. Up until today, which mm-hmm. was just ruined my entire week, and now I hate this week. Um, but it's it's not at all uh, free free material. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very R rated, and so it's on the Patreon. But it involves shit. So. Oh yeah. Okay. I forgot you were splitting up your your story into two parts. Yeah. The R rated part for the Patreon. And the more family-friendly part for this episode, so I was confused for a second. But please uh, tell me about how bad your week has been in the family-friendly way for this episode. In in the family-friendly way. Well, um, is it the same story? You're just telling it again in a family-friendly manner. Yeah. Because I didn't want it to be on the Patreon, but then I realized I'm, it was Patreon worthy. I'm understanding um, that now, and I'm only mad. Because you, you had me thinking that you had multiple stories. You had a story mm-hmm. for the Patreon episode and a story for this episode. Instead, and I thought you the Patreon episode was the, the, you know, the dirty story, and then this episode was a different but more clean story. Instead, you wanted to tell the same story twice on two different podcasts. I wanted to attempt to hook the Patreon people into going into the one. Why would I ever let you tell the same story twice? That's boring. Fair. I want to... Oh, God. <laughs> you only pissed me off. That's an entire topic on our list. Just nixed. Yep. Dead. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh. Alright, so... I forgot to tell you to remove it. That's, my That's fine. I actually have a last second topic we were going to place it with, thankfully. Uh, last second topic that can replace Zach's failed, horrible attempt at a topic is we actually are having a big change for the podcast next week. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Uh, the podcast is going to be one person moving forward. It's going to be one person, and it's going to be me. Because Actually, it's going to be me? Apparently, I'm the only one who knows... How to properly run a podcast and communicate I don't know about that. a podcast. What podcast do you watch where they tell the same stories on multiple episodes? You're trying to tell the same story back-to-back episodes. And this is why I'm mad at you. Not even back-to-back episodes. They're the same week. One's same just week. Free. Same week episodes. Just one's on the Patreon listen, one's not. Listen, if we can get them to pay to listen to the same episode... We'll only have to record this once a week instead of twice. Zach, I want quality over money. <laughs> I'd rather our episodes be good than make money just so you can tell your same trashy story multiple times. Anyways. So all that's cut out, right? No. Fuck. Zach, if I cut all of that out, this won't... Let's just restart the intro if we're cutting it all out. Hi, welcome back to the Basement Boys podcast with your boy, Caleb, and the shell of a human, Zach. <laughs> What's good? I feel nothing ever. No, just move on to your next topic. We'll be fine. Right. I still, um, we'll still hit an hour. It's not a big deal. So, honestly, I, I was one of the things that made this week good, though, was uh, I reminisced 
about my favorite ever merit badge weekend in Boy Scouts. Um, if that makes no sense to you, uh, merit badge weekend is essentially a weekend where we go camping in a cabin mm-hmm. or in tents, whatever, in the winter, and we focus on just completing merit badges. So there's like usually two or three per merit badge weekend, and we do all the requirements for all of them in that weekend. Yeah, I only did one or two in my time in Boy Scouts, surprisingly, but I think that's because my troop was much more, I guess, individualistic, where outside of summer camp, obviously, which was a time you could get a lot of merit badges, Yeah. in my troop, it was kind of just expected for you to go out and get merit badges on your own. Yeah. So we didn't do a lot of like merit badge weekends, especially because merit badge weekends forces every Boy Scout to do the same merit badges. Yeah. Meanwhile, like in my troop, I would go out and do the ones I wanted to do on my own. Yeah. Get the proof for my my troop leaders and then earn that merit badge. Easy as yeah. that. Um, we did. Uh, I, just like, to finish my point, I, sorry. the one negative though, I I I'm saying this like it was a good thing and like this is the way all troops should be run i don't actually believe that like it was good for me that my troop was hands off about it but there were some kids that were in my boy scout troop who because the leaders were hands off and expected us to do things on the on our own some of the kids there did nothing like they did not accomplish anything they were just in boy scouts for i guess the friendships (laughs) and they weren't actually like accomplishing any of the you know any of the why am i blanking on the terms goals the goals, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm so far removed from Boy Scouts now. I've yeah. pretty much forgotten everything. But um, My troop has, like, a nine, I want to say, like, 90% turnout rate for Eagles. So your troop was doing it doing it well. Yeah. My troop would basically be like, hey, we have this merit badge weekend. Uh, we're doing this Eagle required badge and then these two fun badges. Your troop was churning out the Boy Scouts that were made fun of just a little bit less in school. Yeah, yep. Um, except for me, I was made fun of more somehow. Of course. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, but, like, so my troop, we did, like, two or three merit badge uh, weekends. We did merit badge college, and then we did summer camp. Mm-hmm. And in summer camp, everyone usually got, like, two or three merit badges. During, the like, the merit badge weekends, we do, like, a couple really fun ones, and mm-hmm. then maybe one eagle-required one. And then for Merit Badge College, it was almost always, all right, statistically, these are the badges you will need mm. to get. And Keep these talking. are like, the easiest for you to get. Our dog um, is whining upstairs. I'm going to put him in the crate because he's just sitting at the door whining yeah. for us. So I want you to keep telling your story because I actually know most of it. Yeah. And then I'll come back and we'll touch each other. So, like, for instance, one of the uh, merit badges that I did at Merit Badge College that they were, like, calculated, like, this will be a cakewalk for you to get, was the uh, modeling merit badge, where, uh, I think it was modeling, where you basically, like, uh, one of the one of the very few requirements was that you had to, like, you watched this presentation that the guy did that basically taught you all the information. You made, uh, like, a, a little model in, in the merit badge, and then you went home and you made a model and brought it back at the second class. And you, like, showed it off and gave a little presentation. Um, mine was a very poorly made cardboard model of the New World Trade Center Tower. Um, 
but it didn't matter. The point was the effort. So I, I got a pass on that. Um, so that's one of the merit badges that I have that I mostly earned. Um, but anyway, um, to, to get to the, the real meat of the story, I suppose, um, my, my favorite ever merit badge weekend, and there are actually two of them. Um, of course. As, as one has. Of course. Um, is we always got the same cabin when we did winter camping. Uh, because dude, we, winter camping was the best. Winter camping was amazing. Oh my god! Do you ever winter camp, like outside in December? Yeah, yeah. Our, our troop I, did it. So many troops haven't. I know so many Boy Scouts that would never dream of being out in zero degree weather mm-hmm. in tents, and they're like, "Wait, you did that?" And I'm like, "Consistently." And they're like, "What? How?" It's like mind blowing to these people. One of the times, uh, we did it. We had two people quit halfway through yeah. and get picked up early, and I was kind of an asshole back then, and I made fun of them for quitting <laughs> and like wimping, you should make fun and, of them and for wimping quitting. out because like truthfully, it's not that bad. No, if you don't pack heavy enough clothing, then yeah, maybe you're screwed. But even then, you say that like there's not a fire constantly being made. That was gonna be my next point. Up. Even then, just stay by the fire. Constantly, yeah, constantly, and you're you're chill. Like it's so or, simple, or simply by the gear your scoutmaster told you to. Yeah. Well, continue your story. Um. So anyway, one of the uh, one of the like mer- the merit badge weekends, we were always in the cabin for our winter camping. But one time we had to share it with this troop of like Hispanic kids. Um. Every single kid in that troop was Hispanic. I don't know how they managed that because not every kid in our troop was white. I'm watching you like an eagle, because I'm waiting. I'm waiting to make a mental note of what I have to cut out, <laughs> what I am editing out of this. Story. You're not. It shouldn't be bad. Okay, continue. Um, but um, they were all like really superstitious, um, and we were right next to a cabin that was called the White House that, for some reason, wasn't used for winter camping. And every like summer at the start of camp, we'd have this campfire like thing where all the staff would put on skits and stuff. And the guy like in charge, like the main head guy of the camp, would always tell this ghost story about the the White House. Mm-hmm. So we're in camp, like twenty feet from the White House. Yeah, in our cabin. And these kids are talking about how some girl hanged herself in there or whatever. And they're really superstitious about it. And I'm, like, setting up my hammock mm-hmm. in the, like, area next to the window facing the White House. And one of the kids comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, don't you know that place is haunted? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but does that really matter for me sleeping here? They're like, well, like, what if you see the the girl that killed herself in the window? I'm like, she's not near me. They're like, well, what if you, like, and there's a huge tree next to it. They point up to it. They're like, what if you see her, like, you know, hanging in the tree? I'm like, I don't know. I'll make a joke about autoerotic asphyxiation and go back to bed. Okay. And they're, they're just like, what? And, they... and, like, left me alone because they thought I was crazy. Okay. And so I'm, like, I slept in the hammock the first night. Okay. The second night, they were, like, 
they they thought we were all like brave or whatever because we like walked past it without rushing or anything, and so they're like, "Yo, I dare you to like sit in front of it for five minutes." Sit so, in front of the house that is sit in front of the haunted house for five minutes. Okay. So we did mm-hmm. for like three hours. And just, like, talked and stuff. And, like, messed around with each other. And they came over. They're like, yo, aren't you scared? We're like, I mean... You're starting every sentence with yo. Yo. That's how they talked. Okay. Um, they're, they're like, aren't you, like, scared here? And uh, my boy was like, it's, it's not that bad. Really the scariest part. And then the other guy shouted, run. And we all just bolted. <laughs> Oh, no. And so these kids were, like, super scared that we'd seen something and were, like, tripping over each other to get away. Oh, that's funny. And we were, like, all, like, more athletic than them, which is surprising for me because I'm not more athletic than anyone. True. And, um, and you know, actually got away competently. Um, that's, that's pretty funny. I, I'm surprised I never used, like, ghosts. As a way to haze people on Boy Scouts. It's so much fun. I'm really surprised. I... And then, like, earlier in that day, they had been, uh, not ghost-related, but uh-huh. they had been, like, showing off this trick. Um, it's, like, how does a match burn twice? Yeah. And the thing, you light the match, it burns itself, you blow it out, and then you stick it on the person, and it burns them. Okay. And they did this shit to me, and I have, like, little dot scars all over my hands to prove it. But, like, there's the worst one. Yeah, I see it. Um, but they would, like, stick stick that on, like, my guys' hands, and my guys would be like, ow, that hurts. They did it to me. I did not react. Did you tell this whole story just to brag about the fact that you did not react? I'm so tough. I feel no, like that's, and then, I feel like that and was your they, intention. And then they tried to like keep doing it yeah. a couple times and I just I was like, what? I mean I get it, but like it doesn't hurt. That's strange though that you still have scars from eight like years ago in yeah. Boy Scouts on yeah. your hands from matches being, you know, put out on your yeah. on your skin. And then the, the worst one is they like they're like, Can we like hold it on there? And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Okay. And so they did for like 10 seconds i'm like all right i think it's cold now and then they were like really and they touched it and burned themselves on it i still think that's that's the one weekend that was my favorite i'm still mad you only brought this topic up to brag about your pain i didn't only bring it up to bring it up brag about my pain (laughs) tolerance all right i brought it up to brag about the fact that we were much more clever than this troop Mm -hmm. and that we were able to haze this troop so easily the only time I ever really hazed someone was this kid who was at summer camp with me and had his mom drop off an entire box of candy and food, which is completely unnecessary. The summer camp we both attended. Yeah, they sell food and candy. Sells food, has good food at the dining hall. They had this shit called slush puppies. Oh my God. It was great. It was, it was awesome. such a good time. But this kid had his mom drop off a giant cover box of food, and a lot of it was just Pop Tarts. And uh, another thing he had dropped off to her was a fan to keep himself cold at night because his sleeping bag was way too heavy for summer camp. Which 
By the way, that's on you for bringing a zero degree to summer camp. That's your fault for bringing such a heavy sleep bag to summer camp. I never really brought a sleeping bag to summer camp. I just I, brought blankets. I brought a sleeping bag to sleep on top of because those mattresses were made out of plastic. But the one thing I did to haze him, which looking back is so minuscule, and he actually tattled on me in such a pitiful way that it got me in trouble, is he had this fan blowing air on him. So I took my water bottle and I like poured water in the fan, the back of the fan, yeah. so it turned into like a mist fan. If anything, that's a good haze. I just misted this man's face yeah. off, so it sent water like misting onto his face and and made him wet. And he went running to the Boy Scout leaders, like not crying, but like whining, like yeah. really upset. And it actually got me in trouble. And it was one of the, like, it was one of the most minuscule things I ever did to like prank someone or haze someone in Boy Scouts. And it's the only time I ever got in trouble in Boy Scouts. Yeah. Like, like I said, I made fun of those kids for quitting our winter camping trip. Yeah. Because they were cold. That's more fucked up. Yeah. Oh, my first backpacking trip. Um, I let my mom pack my bag. That was a fucking mistake. She packed me four extra pairs of jeans. Nice, dude. Yeah. So I did just carry that the whole weekend. Hey, you had your blue jeans. I had my blue jeans. You were the most fashionable Boy Scout in the entire troop. I also remember on a backpacking slash hiking trip in Scouts, I don't know if you call this hazing and more just me taking advantage of... This obnoxious, annoying kid in our troop. The same kid who had his mom uh, bring him a supply, you know, this a care, a care package. The same kid who had his mom bring a care package on this backpacking trip had so much food. And I was kind of hungry. I had my own food, but I wasn't going to diminish my supplies early yeah. on in the trip. So, go, and this goes back to the, the pickpocket uh, <laughs> topic we had on last week's Patreon episode. Where I discussed how I've kind of developed the skill of a pickpocket. Not so much so where I'm a pro at it. I can't, you know, take someone's belt off without them noticing. But this kid had a lot of, like, candy and, like, trail mix. He had a lot of trail mix in his backpack. And I purposely got myself positioned behind him in our little, like, hiking trail. Yeah. And while everyone's hiking in in a line, I'm behind this kid... And while he's hiking, I'm hiking behind him, and we're going over all this rough terrain. I was able to steal trail mix out of his bag without him noticing the, you know, the weight difference, which it wasn't too much of a weight difference, but more notably without him noticing the movement of his pack on his shoulders. And I ate a lot of his trail mix. Could not care less. Because I wanted to save my supplies for... The rest of the, the next trip. day, but I, I never really hate someone extremely uh, to the worst extent as you you'll sometimes hear in yeah. you know Boy Scouts or in just summer camps in general. There's a lot of hazing. I never contributed to such. I also thankfully never received such. But oh man, summer camps camps were weird nonetheless. They were so weird. Oh yeah. And you talk about merit badge weekends. I, I feel like we should explain what merit badges are 10 minutes after we started the topic about them. Uh, in Boy Scouts, merit badges are basically achievements and badges you earn for doing a specific field of study, work, trade, etc. 
Yeah, it's basically like you take a class on the thing and fill out a couple extra requirements, mm-hmm. and you get this like little patch like that yeah. big that's like, hey, you did the thing. And they can range from anything. I, you still have your sash. I still have my sash of merit patches. Mine never went on a sash, and I don't know where most of them are. I still have mine, and I remember a lot of them. They range wildly. Like, I remember I had pet care as one. Yeah. And then coin collecting as another. Nice. And they were, you know, vastly different requirements to earn them. Yep. So for coin collecting, I just had to learn a lot about the history of coin collecting, learn a lot about the history of coins, and then, you know, collect coins myself. Yeah. And I got the merit badge. For pet care, I had to keep a daily log of my pet Yeah. for, it was either a, a month or two months, and write down when I was feeding them, when I was like letting them outside, use the bathroom, what I was doing with them, if I was doing obedience training with them, if I was playing with them, petting them. It was a lot of work. Yeah. I even had to go a step beyond where I had to teach my dog a new trick, which I had already taught my dog a lot of tricks. So teaching my dog a new trick was oh, almost impossible, but I, I, yeah. I did it. And then I also, for pet care, had to go and witness a a veterinarian practice so i did that and got to witness a vet do a surgery on a dog and see the inside of a dog's internal organs nice an, an alive dog and it right. stayed alive after the surgery thank you that's good i don't know why i said thank you thank you i meant right. to s- thank you very much i performed a successful surgery on a dog i meant to say thank god but instead i was just thanking you apparently well you're welcome i am god but yeah, the dog survived afterwards. That's blasphemy. But that fucked me up, man. Mm. Seeing the like organs of a dog. I can imagine. It was bad. It was bad. And and like I think it's because I like dogs so much. Yeah. I've told the story on this podcast before about how I've gone hunting. I've gutted a deer before. It did not phase me at all. I've, you know, done dissections in science class before. Dude, does I not phase me. I'm so sad about that. Does not phase me. But seeing a dog get cut open and, like, seeing its organs, oh, my God, my heart broke. And even though it survived and it was alive, like, I was – it hurt to watch. It yeah. was a struggle. But, yeah, that's an Amer- that was a merit badge I had. And as Zach talked about before, like, Boy Scout troops are, you know, highly oriented around merit badges because they help you earn Eagle. Yeah. Which is the highest rank in Boy Scouts. So when you go to summer camp, you do a lot of merit badges. And there was one time at summer camp where I was doing the emergency preparedness merit badge. Oh, I hated that. I, I know. I was and the... you have a topic for it, but I'm going to tell you right now, Zach, you should probably save that for a Patreon episode. Not because it's bad, but because I think it's more fitting there. <laughs> I know exactly what you want to rant about right now, <laughs> and you should save it for the Patreon. <laughs> and plus, it gives people a reason to check out the Patreon. Um, the Emergency Preparedness Merit Badge, which both Zach and I did, it, it's a lot of first aid, a lot of, uh, I guess, bedside manner when doing first aid, yeah, and uh, just social skills and how to react to unexpected situations. Yeah. And one of the things we had to learn during that merit badge was how to put a splint on someone. So to demonstrate it, the teacher had one of the guys in my class lay down on the ground. And he was going to, you know, show how to put the splint on his leg as he was laying on the ground. 
and he was wearing shorts. And I don't know how to frame this without giving a spoiler, but apparently I was not, you know, sitting at an angle where I could see, but apparently his shorts were popped out enough, far enough away from his leg where you could see up them and see his dick. And a very younger kid, like, I'm surprised he was in the emergency preparedness mirror badge. Oh, yeah. Because he's usually the younger you are, like, the closer to... Well, just simply, the younger you are, the easier merit badges you do. Yeah. And this kid seemed like he had just joined Boy Scouts. I was surprised he was doing emergency preparedness because it's pretty difficult. It's, it's one of the most mentally and physically tasking merit badges because outside of, like, learning first aid stuff, you have to go out and do it. You have to, like, run a lot and, like, be super high energy because you're reacting to things you don't know that are happening. Yeah. Like, you don't know what to expect, so you have to react quickly. There's a lot of, like, real-life training yeah. along with learning. But to get back to the story, this guy's laying on the ground, and apparently you could see his dick up his shorts. And this kid pointed it out, who was really young, shouldn't have been there. Honestly, probably wasn't even a Boy Scout. He was just... Some, just some child some, that came along. Some ghost of a little boy that died at that camp years ago. Like I, I, again, In the White House. He was so crazy young. And he goes, he points it out, and he's like, uh, you, can, you can see his penis. And the, the trainer, the, the teacher, sorry, teaching the merit badge goes, well, just don't look. And the kid responds, and I, I will never forget this man <laughs> because... It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. He word for word just said, but sometimes you have to. (laughs) The teacher of this class told this child, do not look at his penis. And this kid goes, but sometimes sometimes you have to. And the pause, I even remember the pause. I remember like the exact way he said it, his tone, his pauses. It I just sat there and I was looking around like I was the only one that just heard that. Everyone else was trying to blow it off and just move past it. And I was sitting there like, is someone going to eliminate this child from the world? (laughs) Eliminate fucking... And this child sent him to the goddamn ether. Oh my god. Um, It was the cringiest, most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. And it was just so awkward. The, uh... I think my cringiest experiment... Or experiment. Experiment. I experimented in cringe a bit. I posted it. I lost subscriber. Okay. Um, The the cringiest, like, guy I ever met at summer camp was, like, this wannabe emo kid Mm -hmm. that wore jeans every day like he had something to prove. I'm not embarrassed, Zach. You can admit that it was me. It wasn't you. (laughs) This guy guy made you look like a fucking preppy kid. Okay. And he, he, like, wore jeans every day like he had something to prove. And this was in Cooking Merit Badge. So you have to, like, cook in a group with other people yeah. and, like, work together. And he was a dick. And, of course, he was in my group with the other three guys in this Merit Badge from my troop. Of course. So it was four of us from my troop and then this fool just not doing shit, wearing jeans like he had something to prove, acting edgy as fuck. Okay. So the last day of the Merit Badge... We all wore, like, black jeans and a black hoodie and just sat around him for the entire time. And he's just like, aren't you guys hot? I'm like, aren't you? You're just mocking his emotive? Yeah. (laughs) You're just replicating his goth aura? Yeah. Oh, God. 
I don't know, man. Summer camp was a hell of a drug. And and part of me is glad I quit Boy Scouts when I did. Because like I said, I, I put a lot of money into Boy Scouts. And money that I really didn't have growing up. Yeah. It's part of why I quit because I ran out of money. And my parents weren't going to pay for my, my camping trips really. Yeah. And, but also part of me is sad because I never got to finish Boy Scouts. I never got to reach the rank of Eagle. I instead hit the second highest rank in Boy Scouts, which is life. Life for life. And yeah, I'm now life for life, which is a Boy Scout meme. It's, so funny. Oh. I mean, it's it's kind of a taunt for like, oh, you, you went so far and still didn't make it. But it is kind of like, there's a part of it that's kind of like, well, I mean, it, it could be sad if like they tried and just sucked ass but there's also like the side of it where it's like maybe that's just where you were okay quitting yeah um but there are some things i miss about boy scouts because there were a lot of really cool camping trips i missed you know going camping once a month even though it ran my wallet dry in high school and i miss a lot of the just the views i would see oh my god like and some of the places we hiked, there was one place I went early on in Boy Scouts that had a hiking trail that ultimately went through like five waterfalls, and that was awesome, and I missed that, but, you know, I don't regret quitting when I did because I ran out of money, I couldn't keep doing it, and I don't regret, you know, the times I had. As cringy as Boy Scouts was, as cringy as being in Boy Scouts is still to this day yeah like if you're in boy scouts you're gonna get made fun of i think it's worth it because it's good life experience but i digress i should also add i should have said this at the beginning of the podcast i've been editing these a little bit more where i edit out you know boring parts like if we go on a rant for a minute that isn't worth it i'll edit it out i've been editing out you know the water pipes making noise sometimes in the background every time i speak well, I don't want it every time you speak, but sometimes, and by sometimes I mean once a podcast, you yell for some reason. Apologies. So I, I have to edit that out. Have I done it yet, this one? No. I won't thankfully. do it this one. But I just wanted to spring it up because I know most people and most podcasts are unedited, just unfiltered, completely raw, about 50 to an hour minute. Yeah. Minute? I don't know what I'm saying. That's 50 to an hour minute. It's completely unedited, raw footage for an hour. And you get the whole experience. And while I don't want to take away from that, I have been editing these slightly just, again, to remove things that degrade the quality of the podcast. I don't want to edit it so much that it takes away from the nature of a podcast and podcasts in general. But I'm also not going to leave in the water pipes making noise. And I'm not going to leave in a minute of us saying the most unnecessarily stupid and boring things ever while we go back and forth making no no sense of the conversation why are you making a double chin (laughs) it literally looked like you were yeah it wasn't the intention (laughs) that's what i'm trying to seduce the camera here can you like get out of here is that how you you seduce people yes i mean it's never worked to be fair, that's how you should seduce people moving forward. That's how we should seduce people as a culture is show them like our ugliest selves yeah. so that if they do like us, you know it's true love. Yeah. 
No, there was one uh, merit badge weekend we did where uh, we were winter camping again, but it was like in the fall, so it wasn't super cold. It was like hoodie weather, um, but there was somehow snow on the ground. Okay. Um, so you're talking in between fall and winter? Roughly, yes. Okay. Something like that. A time and frame. Um, but this is the first time that Girl Scouts had ever been to that camp. Okay. That we always went to. And they were in the cabin next door. None of them were attractive. But they were girls, so we still talked to them. Because we'd never talked to girls on a Boy Scout trip. Okay. Um, and it's so, like we were hanging out with them and like being friends, palling around, whatever. And they like mentioned that they were going stargazing on the one night because there was supposed to be a meteor shower. So we were, like, hyped for this meteor shower because none of us had ever seen a meteor shower before. Uh-huh. And we were going to, like, go watch it, and it was going to be real nice. We went out to the wa- there to watch it, and none of them were around. And, like, the next day we asked them about it when we saw them, and they're like, oh, yeah, our, our scoutmasters don't want us outside the cabin anymore. Like, they, they locked them in the cabin because there were boys around. So... You got unintentionally catfished by Girl Scouts. Yes. And then furthermore, the Girl Scout leaders banished the Girl Scouts from seeing you. Yeah. That's a good decision, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean. A fair decision. I would have done the same thing. I would not let any woman... (laughs) Near you. A hundred feet near you. Uh, (laughs) Maybe like a hundred and ten. I just think that's so funny. But it was it was so like memorable, not not even because there were like girls present. Like we did a bunch of other stuff. We had like a two day snowball fight. Okay. Where it was just like anytime, anywhere, you could get hit in the fucking face with snow. I was trying so hard not to lose my shit when you were talking about Girl Scouts and stargazing. Yeah. Because I had a similar experience, but later on in life, and much more successful. That's good. So, in high school, 11th grade roughly, I was, you know, non-sexual friends with benefits is what I call it most of the time. That's how I describe it. With this girl, my sister's Girl Scout troop, where we would just make out sometimes. And because of such, I would help my mom set up, run, and then clean up Girl Scout events so I could get to see her more often. And one of the things my mom hosted back when she was still a Girl Scout leader during this time was a star party. And what the star party was, star party... That's one hell of a name for it. ...was an event where they went out to this field at my aunt's. So my mom got permission from my aunt to go out into their field and gaze at stars and then afterwards they went inside my aunt's house and they ate cupcakes good time a good girl scout event so i went i helped set up the star party i helped make the cupcakes and then i waited everyone's looking at stars i'm looking at the stars it's a beautiful night all of the girl scouts go inside except for me and that one girl (laughs) We lagged behind without anyone noticing, and while they were all inside making cupcakes, we were making out. 
So I just think it's funny how you told a story about how you were like low key trying to get with a Girl Scout. To be fair, to be fair, in the end, I'm very glad that didn't happen because, like I said, none of them were in any way attractive. It was just kind of the novelty of, Mm -hmm. oh, there are girls around. We are boys. We chase girl. Well, please talk more about how they weren't attractive. I'd love to have more dirt on you to eventually (laughs) cancel you on Twitter when you wrong me. Um, But no, I I just wrong you right now. I just thought it was so funny because neither of these were topics on the list. So you bringing up trying to, you know, uh, I guess capture a girl cow no <laughs> why you gotta say it like that you bringing up the story of you trying to lure a girl <laughs> why, stop <laughs> during Please. during stargazing reminded me of that and is the greatest unintentional segue for this podcast and was not a planned topic for this podcast about how honestly i used a stargazing event for my sister's girl scout troop this this girl was in my sister's girl scout troop friends with my sister to ultimately kind of hide away from the rest of the troop and we made out while they ate cupcakes and it's just so funny i mean you said you're glad you didn't end up with any of those girls i kind of wish i didn't uh do my little friends with benefits fling again non-sexual it was high school i was a christian boy as i still am um but part of me wishes i didn't you know kind of have this fling with that girl because it it ended up going on for a couple months where we would just make out and such but the reason i don't wish it happened is because she ended up ghosting me for nine months oh no after i brought up the idea of a relationship i didn't even ask her out i was just like oh like what like we should what are your thoughts on us turning this into a relationship like that's what i want like where are you at basically Fielding my options. Yeah. And she then goes to me for nine months. That that was my option. Damn. Those were my options. Um, funnily enough, she texted me back after nine months solely to see if I could get her a ticket to my prom. Not because she, like, she wasn't complete, you know, douchebag. Like, she texted me back, so I bought her a ticket just for her. She wanted to go with me. But she wanted me to pay for her ticket. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay for your ticket after you ghost me for nine months. Like, it was so obviously rude. Yeah. Like, it would have been worse. I I understand. Like, if she texted me, wanted me to buy her a ticket to prom and not go with me. But, like, you ghost me for nine months. You're only going to go with me so you don't have to pay for your ticket. Yeah. (laughs) Like. You you basically want a prom event. You're willing to give me attention again for it. Yeah. And this is after ghosting me for nine months. This same girl, I should clarify, I took to prom the year before. I took to junior prom. And then... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think you're starting to remember now. <laughs> I Yes, I remember heavily. Um, <laughs> but... I am actually really sad because I didn't get to go to junior prom because my parents didn't have the spare income at the time to send me to junior prom. Oh, so sad. You were poor. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's fucked. I'm sorry. Um, uh, no, nah, my parents didn't like have the money to send me to junior prom. I don't think they really had the money to send me to senior prom, but they did anyway, which was very kind of them. But yeah, to add context to the story, junior prom, 
which I took her to, was during our couple month fling. Yeah. So that's why I took her. And at the end of prom, we were making out during the last slow dance. And the next day at school, that was the talk of the town. That's all I heard about that prom. Which I guess I understand because I never really had any real relationships at my high school with anyone that went to my high school. And therefore, none of my classmates saw me be romantic. Yeah. But it was weird for me because I had been in a relationship before. I'd been in a couple of relationships before at that time. They were just with people who, you know, lived in my town, didn't go to my school. So, like, it wasn't really anything new. Yeah. Well, I think the, um... It just, it, it, it almost insulted me that it was the biggest piece of drama the <laughs> yeah. day after prom. Not that someone hooked up, not that someone broke up, but the fact that I made out with someone. It was almost insulting. It's like, do they really think that lowly of me that they wouldn't imagine me ever making out with someone? The sight of such is worthy of drama. I was mad. But at the same time, kind of honored to be the talk of the school. (laughs) But but yeah, (laughs) I, I made out with this girl for a couple months and then she goes to me. Up until the next prom rolled around. Yeah. But yeah, that that one kind of hurt, man. Even though we weren't dating, like, I was starting to get attached, obviously. I'm a very romantic and emotional, emotional, I can't even talk. That was like a... You're (laughs) a little baby boy. But the way I just pronounced emotional sounded like Tyler Perry's Medea. And I don't know how I pronounced it that way. But anyways, now that the, you know, soul of Medea herself has (laughs) passed through me... It was a bummer. I I was very upset. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I get very, very connected to the people, regardless of whether or not it's, like, a relationship. Like, friendships included. But relationships especially. And it, it's very difficult for me, then, to, to end relationships, even when yeah. I'm in the right. So, for example, one girl I dated... For about five months, I ended up breaking up with just because of countless things. It it was the same girl who I think we talked about this. Oh God, I'm not gonna try even. To, I'm not. I'm not even gonna try to name the episode. It was either episodes two, three, four, one of those. I it told, was any episode before this one. <laughs> <laughs> I told a story about how this girl went out on a date with another guy while I was dating her. This same girl. Ended up doing many more messed up things to me to the point where, like, for my own sanity, for my own health, both mentally and emotionally, I had to break up with her. And I still felt bad because, like, my mentality is I want to go into a relationship for, like, for good. I'm not going to date someone just to date. I want to date someone to spend the rest of my life with. So even when someone's screwing me over constantly and making me an unhappy person, it was difficult for me to break up with them. And and that's why he still hangs out with me. Yeah. But it was the same with that one girl. We weren't even in a relationship. We were just making out for a couple months. Yeah. And it was difficult for me to move on, even though she ghosted me. Thankfully, nine months later, I'd moved on fully. So when she did text me back, I did not cave and did not yeah. buy her a prom ticket. Did not go with her to senior prom. Instead, I went to senior you prom. You should have. You could have been talking the whole school again. I could have been the talk of the town again. But instead, I went to senior prom alone and had a much better time. Oh, yeah. Didn't have anyone to make out with. 
but I realized how much I missed at prom because I had a date the first time. Yeah. I wasn't able to hang out with my friends as much because I was hanging out with her. I wasn't able to eat food whenever I wanted because I was eating food when she wanted to that eat. That donut bar was fire. I was trying to be a gentleman and eat food when she wanted to eat, and now senior year, I could eat whenever I wanted. They had a donut bar, which Zach just alluded to. I ate so many donuts. Oh, it was amazing. Awesome. It was amazing. I've never had a maple bacon donut before that, nor have I since that. 59. Oh my god, we're at 59 minutes. It yeah. feels like 20. It's the Boy Scout episode. It's the Boy Scout. Yeah, apparently talking about Boy Scouts makes the time fly and also Honestly. gave me a lot of things to cut out so this episode might not be 59 minutes like we're at right now. <laughs> this episode is going to have some things cut, but I promise you would it's you... for the safety of our future jobs. <laughs> would you like to do a uh, senior prom episode with Anthony, potentially? I mean, yes and no. So when we finally have Anthony on the podcast... He's going to have a lot of good senior prom stories, but I've already told most of mine by now. So I, I don't want to do an entire episode. I don't want to. What stories do you have at prom, Zach? I have the greatest dumping ever done at prom. I don't have time to tell it now, but. Did you get dumped? No. I was going to say, I don't think you dated. I didn't. <laughs> Never have I ever. This got way too real. Fuck. Uh, no, I'm sad. But yeah, when we have Anthony on the podcast, I'd love to do more kind of like senior prom as well as high school relationship topics because he went to high school with us. Yeah. But I, I want to dedicate, I don't really like the idea of ever dedicating an episode to yeah, not one. Per, at least not on purpose. Yeah. Like not, we accidentally just dedicated this whole episode to Boy Scouts. The most of this episode, not majority, the whole episode. A hard majority. We We dedicated some of this episode to Boy Scouts. But yeah, I agree with you. Like planning out. A whole topic for one episode just yeah. seems wrong to me. I like talking about lots of different stuff, whatever comes to mind, and just kind of having the conversation be very natural with bullet point notes instead yeah. of, you know, this is the episode we talk about pizza. What kind of pizza is your favorite pizza? I like pizza. <laughs> my, my top 10 pizzas are pizza. At number 10, pizza. Otherwise, I can't think of anything else to say. Um, I don't know. I guess that's it. This episode flew by for me. It it felt so quick. How about you? The, it, this one felt quick. The Patreon one felt long. Oh, yeah. The Patreon one took forever to record and get through. And we just ran out of footage. Oh, yeah. We just ran out of footage. That happens all the time. I really should just record, like, an hour and a half of gameplay footage for the background so it never skips to the next video. But True. instead, I record exactly an hour of gameplay. We don't want anything to be missed. <laughs> yeah. This background footage is so important to me. I only record an hour so you get to see all of it, and none of it gets edited out. But, uh... Now I just imagine you editing the podcast around the background footage. Instead of editing... So, like, instead of editing something out, you'll just freeze us on the frame and mute it, and we'll just stare at the camera while the background footage goes... To be honest, this background footage I record, I take way too seriously. That's okay. So, in another parallel universe, I am editing the podcast just for, like, the background footage. I'll leave the water pipe noise in, and I'll leave, like, yeah. you yelling in as long as something important's going on in the gameplay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, in, a, in another additional parallel universe, it's only background footage. <laughs> you, you, just, you just clone stamp us both out. <laughs> Um, what, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. The 
the Patreon episode felt like it took forever. Not because it was less fun. We had a good time. But I think we had so many more topics that getting through all of them took a while. Yeah, and we made it through most of the Patreon topics. We made it through none. two of these. We made it through none of the topics today. One of these. We made because... it through my favorite Merit Badge Weekend. I'm proud of your favorite Merit Badge Weekend. But regardless, we've been doing this outro for way too long. We hope you all enjoyed. Uh, check us out on our own social medias, our separate, you know, personal platforms. And I hope you all enjoyed. Sorry if, you know, the Boy Scout talk got obnoxious. But like I said, I, that's way more fun to yeah. talk naturally about a topic for maybe too long than to follow the, the bullet points we have written down for this episode to a T because that feels way more planned and unnatural and, I don't know, not fun for you guys to watch. Yeah, I like I like giving you boys the real me, the real deal. Yep. And, uh, you know, if that... In, Involves me revealing that I was ghosted for nine months. One of the most embarrassing things in my relationship history. I'll do it for you. I got you, baby. You're welcome. But yeah, we, we thank you all for watching. Uh, apologies again that this outro has taken so long. And be sure to tune in on Patreon, possibly, if you want to support us. And, uh, you know, tune in next week when we read my entire Eagle Scout handbook cover to cover. I'm going to be taking a leave of absence for the podcast next week, Zach. That's fine. I don't need you. I'll be sick. That's good. I'll be sick next week. (laughs) Great.